0: You are listening to the R2's Fitness Audio Experience. DK Mag
1: Podcast, online source for horror, thriller, and sci fi entertainment news. Thank you for joining me for DK Mag Podcast. This is our reboot, season 10, episode 1. Joining us is Augie Duke and Michael Reed. We're going to be discussing a slate of topics, including their upcoming film. Clarify that. 6.45 (laughs) 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 a.m.
2: I wish it was p.m., but it's not,
1: unfortunately. (laughs) Before we get into the topics, a little bit about yourselves. Origin stories, starting with you, Augie.
2: Okay. um, I'm an L.A. native. My family grew up in the business, and I've been acting since I was like a kid. And then actually working in my 20s. <laughs> so, yeah, LA native with a big old family four brothers, one sister, and divorced classic LA wacky, weird family. <laughs> <laughs> Michael?
0: <laughs> um, I grew up an army brat. Uh, I was the runt of three older brothers, and uh, my two eldest are also kind of in the music film industry as well. We kind of filled up dozens and dozens of VHS tapes with goofy movies as a kid. And then uh, I studied in the school theater a little bit and just kind of jumped into the indie film scene in my 20s, early 20s. And uh, I've been doing it for a while now.
1: Yeah. Thank you, thank you for that. And how did you guys get on board 645?
2: So this is like the classic question, right? Uh, yes. Vincent Costini <laughs> Our special effects guy, who's incredible, introduced me to Craig Singer. Craig Singer and I started talking and chatting and he's like, I got a slate of films. And I was like, oh, yeah, send me some films, send me some scripts. And he sent me 645 and I was like, oh, this one's really interesting. And he said, do you have have an actor, an amazing actor, like lead for this? And I gave him a list of names and I put my man in the middle because we're real life couple <laughs> and he said who's michael reed and i was like are you just saying that because he's my boyfriend he's like i didn't know that i really didn't i was like yeah he's my boyfriend but he also i swear to god is an amazing actor i wouldn't have put him <laughs> on the list if he wasn't um so yeah so that's how it all kind of and then i introduced michael to craig and we've been trying to make this movie for the past god four years or something and if I'm yeah three or so, four years yeah.
0: <clears throat> And uh, Craig and I got on the phone together and chatted, and uh, we got along great. So, um, yeah, I was on board.
1: Great. And why did it take so long? Uh, I understand last year. Yeah, we a year we wanted to okay, forget.
2: <laughs> a race last year. It, yes. You know, when you're doing an indie film, it's hard to find budget or promising investors, right? Because they fall through. They're not, you know, you never know what you're dealing with, right? So, we had possible promising producer investors for. I would say like, we
0: thought it was a go several times, several like, times we again. were taken out to dinner like we had discussions with the, the, the you know the producers and stuff and we're like it's a go it's a go it's a go and then
2: yeah well just to be authentically honest this is how indie filmmaking is it's it's hard to do it and we finally had an amazing group of investors finally come aboard right before the pandemic started so uh and then we wrapped, and then the pandemic happened.
1: <laughs> wow, talk about perfect timing. Yeah. I
2: know, yeah. it's, it's crazy. So.
0: And then we were living our own Groundhog's Day.
1: It, it,
2: right after, yeah, so it just so, continued on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow.
2: It never stopped. Uh,
1: great, great topic right here. As actors in the indie scene, what are the challenges? You mentioned right now, the investors. What are the other challenges in getting a part, getting a role?
0: Um it's it's also when you're working in the indie, in in the world you're you're sort of building your own crew constantly so you're putting together your crew and and you you kind of are working with um like who's trusted who do you like who do you like working with so definitely piecing together okay I know this great DP that I, I love working with and I know we, you know the sound guy that we used from the last movie he's great and so you're piecing together your own movie Well you're
2: also a writer and a producer, yeah. and he has got his own team, too, and they have some things in development. But it's it's just, it's a hard thing. You never know what's going to happen. They always want a name. That's a big part of it, right? Absolutely. Do you have a name connected to the script? Because we can sell your movie that way. Yeah,
0: it's a great script. Uh, do you have, who's attached to it, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. uh.
2: So that's, I mean, it's just the indie world is yeah. is amazing and difficult at the same time, Yeah, you know? Yeah.
1: Uh and and that's what makes it creative is you're doing something that you love and enjoy and those small obstacles like that it's part of the process mm-hmm. yeah a hundred
2: percent a hundred
1: percent and when they ask for a name that like, hey we want to touch this this what a-list actor does that really make a difference? Because we've seen indie films, B-movie actors, become A-list actors. They start yeah. somewhere. Right.
2: I, it unfortunately does matter, but he, this actor or actress has to be also right for the part. You know what I mean? So you can't just be like, oh, let's get so-and-so because he's a big name. But Although people
0: try to do that. It does. All the time. Yes. And,
2: and, it's not fitting sometimes so it's like why would you well
0: we love craig because he yeah. because he fought he fought for us like we are you know we we're not newbies in the industry but we're no big names right so yeah. craig was uh, i think approached by several um eps uh, producers that were like hey i'll, I'll fund this movie but you got to get a name in the lead role right. and he's like no he and using- i love him that he was like i'm not replacing Michael Reed, he's my lead. That's You deal with it. And so I think that was a uh, point of contention as well there. But um, stuck to his guns. and
2: Yeah, and that's know. rare to find as yeah. filmmakers mm-hmm. because usually when they see that opportunity, they'll grab it and say, oh, right. okay, well, I'll just replace my actor then
0: mm-hmm. to make right. this movie.
2: But he didn't. He fought, you know. And luckily
0: the, the horror, horror genre, this isn't quite a horror movie. It's It's, it, it's a, a thriller kind of...
2: Drama, too. A uh,
0: psychological thriller.
2: Yeah. Love, love that phrase. <laughs>
0: um, but... It's uh, so you can use you can be more free to use no name people in that. People like to see in the horror genre people that don't have a face because it kind of pulls you out, right? Sometimes and you're like, oh, it's Tom Cruise. I'm not scared. But, you know, we, that kind of oh, but thing. we ended yeah. up
2: getting some names that are we really did. respected yeah. and amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. in the industry, but that fit the part.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Thomas G. Waits, Armengaro. Yeah,
2: Remy Ma, Ma. hip hop artist. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, we got so we got some, lucky. There's with some
0: names. Things. Yeah.
1: After reading the, strip, uh, the script, for six forty-five. What were your initial thoughts on the storyline?
2: Well, I always say this, but it was the ending. And without giving anything away, was the ending, yeah. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Oh, well, yes. anyway, the yeah. End, <laughs> yeah.
1: So okay, the, ending, the
2: ending is what I was like, oh my god, this is so not what I expected. This is not the typical Groundhog's Day horror film. There's a total twist that I mm-hmm. did not did not see coming either did right. he. So that that was what really got me.
0: And, and in the movie when it plays, a lot of the people we saw at the screening and talked Didn't about know. it, they, they had no idea either. There's a few people privy to it, but that's just
2: But no one mo- really
0: movie formulaic stuff that people catch. But uh, no one got it. yeah, the ending was one of the strongest for me. And of course, I mean, this is an incredible role for any actor to have. Bobby is, you know, he's on screen all the time and he's got these complex things going on and it's just you
2: know he's layered he's, he's got lots he's of- so
0: layered and, and it's a fun fun role to take so
1: and a question for you michael uh for your role how would you define the antagonist external outer, external or internal conflict with that character
0: <laughs> i think um he's he's fighting demons inside of himself definitely like that is that that's a understood from the get-go that this guy's got some issues there as a couple Bobby and Jules are working through issues there's there's no hiding that from the get-go and then he um, throughout he has to work with his internal challenges in terms of like what's going on it, what what's real what's not how do I how do I save Jules and myself and um, yeah, it's, it's it's super challenging and he's he's just conflicted the entire movie I mean that's what the entire movie is he's going crazy kind of situation
1: yeah <clears throat> I particularly like well I enjoyed because in horror films we always have a subtext uh, a, a, a subject that is always in layered in the script here we have a sort of hmm <laughs> looks like they need some couple counseling here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking
0: about? a <laughs> total sweetheart. I don't know what you mean. I
2: don't know what you're talking about. It was, it was totally perfect. It was the most romantic vacation ever. Uh, yeah, but isn't that real though, right? Like,
1: right, exactly.
2: That's, that's the honest truth. Is no, no relationship is perfect. And that's also why I like the script.
0: And us, you know, we're not a perfect couple either. No one is, right? So these complexities come to right. the screen when you right. see us play off each other. Like, all those little, the history we have with each other can't be faked, right? Yeah, so, all those little
2: nuanced moments. Those nuanced
0: moments are there, are they? and they're not even performant. They're kind of just there, you know?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's also why you cast us, because we're a real yeah. like, like, relationship. They're going to
0: work. <laughs> they're going to be cheap.
1: I I think this movie falls at a perfect time because a lot of couples married or uh, relationship-wise were in isolation together. I think this movie does fit the role of what we went through last year.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, I saw a lot of divorces and a lot of breakups and a lot of procreating as well. So there's procreation, having babies, and then there's divorces happening. So it's like either
1: or. Yeah. Crazy. On-screen chemistry, how did, since you guys have a real relationship, how did that translate or how did that come into play for the role? Yeah.
0: Um, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing to work with somebody that you, that you trust. I think one of the biggest things is trust, right? When you're performing with somebody opposite, there's this huge amount of trust that you have on the other performer to hold each other up, to work with each other, to play with each other. And also not to be uncomfortable in moments that you wouldn't play, wouldn't be uncomfortable in real life. So when you have a couple that doesn't have those boundaries or those those hard lines, there's so much more play involved and so much more freedom to explore because the trust is there.
2: Yeah, and that was big for Craig, too. He's like, I want you guys to be really comfortable with each other, which you obviously are. Mm -hmm. So so physical scenes and, you know, the sex scenes and all that, you know, it wasn't two strangers being like, now we're going to have a fake sex scene. I mean, no. We had
1: a fake <laughs> sex. <laughs> we, yeah, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let's clarify that for a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, go for it, <laughs> <a> dude. <laughs> it's, it's every every director's dream, right? Is to is put together a, uh, a film where like this is going to be real. It's going to be real. Yeah, no,
2: that didn't happen. No, no that, didn't that didn't
0: happen.
2: happen. <laughs> we <We're totally laughs> kissed.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we we got we got into it, but uh. Oh my it was, god. It wasn't that way, yeah. but it's it. That's another thing. You don't need to have like a. Uh, of somebody on set to make sure that those things nobody's crossing those lines. True, You're like, uh, is everyone comfortable there? You don't need to do that kind of stuff. It's like, get no. into it, grab her hair. Like these, you know, these things are not going to be questionable. Where I have to be like, oh, can can I? Do you mind if I?
2: I thought I... you were just gonna do it. No, no. <laughs> kill me. Doug. Oh my god.
1: No. What were the takeaways, some of the highlight moments, and also some of the, 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 the pitfalls in making 645?
2: The highlight is that we became like a little movie family, which always happens on indie films, especially this one, because we all stayed in the same inn together. It's
1: like
0: drama camp. Yeah, it's it's crazy.
2: So yeah, so that my takeaway was that I just gained like a million new extremely close friends that will always be my friends. I talk to them every day now. Uh, so that's my takeaway. I'm very thankful for that. Absol-
0: absolutely. I think that
2: kind of is yours, too, in a weird way.
0: Yeah. I think the the positive is that the friendships and the potential like for growth together is is there as a team working on future production, productions and whatnot. And probably the pitfalls would be that, unfortunately, maybe it's off slightly off topic but the pitfalls is like the timing and we're in theaters now during a pandemic and oh, that's, yeah you know everyone wants box office numbers and it's like well guys now we're, we're in we're a freaking second a phase second of pandemic
2: variant. Right. uh
0: like good luck but that's and that's one of the pitfalls too but i mean that's
2: yeah i think uh, and i'm just glad that we did it cuz we almost didn't do it again because you know for budgetary reasons and stuff but i'm glad that we pushed through and got a really good team together and mm-hmm. worked through all the the other stuff too
1: which that's great that's great thank you yeah from here on in this project is done future projects you had mentioned that uh box office numbers are important now but for the indie scene we don't have that luxury how do you how would you guys adapt in your careers moving forward with new projects
2: yeah, I mean, we didn't even know this this movie would make it as big as it is now. It's becoming like a thing, and it got in Regal, which is so rare for a little indie film, right? Mm-hmm. That's very rare. So, I, I don't know
0: what. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, the industry has been evolving ever since Netflix took over basically right the, the industry is like well, well hardware you know cameras are cheaper people are making stuff in, in the indie level that are competing with Hollywood and then you have Netflix coming which is taking over theaters like space and so there's this constant evolution as yeah. an indie filmmaker especially if you're not in a, um, one of the big five companies that are producing and so you're always fighting and evolving and it's kind of something you just have to get used to and but I, yeah yeah. No, I
2: was just going to say, I hope theater never dies, because that's so important, right? And people are talking about how it might die, and oh, now it's no longer going to have a theater thing, and I think that's so sad for film.
0: Even if you're an indie film that is just four-walling a theater for just a weekend to, to show your movie, like, we don't want yeah. the theater to die, and I don't think it will. I, I, don't I think hope it, not. It definitely will not die. People want to go in that dark space and experience those moments together. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: The landscape has changed, and uh, hopefully, well, fingers crossed, it does not change, and we still have theater at uh, the same token. Uh, let's see what happens. Maybe it's for the best, and people have got comfortable being home, watching on their whatever film it may be, a big budget film or indie film in the comfort of their home. Yeah. Things is changing.
0: Yeah. Uh, And we don't mind that, like, right? Sitting in front of the screen. We love sitting in every, you know, TVs are cheap now. You've got a home theater, Netflix, and chill, right? (laughs) um, But, you know, for movies, of course, like The Avengers or big budget. Right you kind of want to, go, you see want to go see it in the theater, or or a movie like The Quiet Place, right? That's, yeah. those are the movies you want to go in there because it's about the atmosphere and the sound and the Dolby Digital, right. and, Like those things really, really pull you in and have an experience. But yeah, I, I mean, heck, we all kind of like, liked hanging out, just secretly liked hanging out this year and past
1: year and a half at home.
2: Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, a there's bit. a part. Yeah, being a couch potato. There's something kind of nice about that. So,
1: <laughs> of course. Uh, one thing about the film without going into detail 645, let's just say that he does. Well, you guys both have a morning ritual in the film. Personally, what are your morning rituals at 645?
2: None that existed in that film.
0: <laughs> dreaming?
2: Uh, sleeping in?
0: Um, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm probably asleep heavily dreaming at that time and i mean i roll out of bed naturally around 8 so i do not unless unless of course there's you know we're working on a project that has a call time
2: i know your routine he wakes up he gets a coffee he goes to his computer and he starts working i sleep in until like 10 11 um i wake up <laughs> and i'm like Ugh, and i up, <laughs> a person with my hair out here like literally before we got on the air i was still like a psycho with my hair here and i was like where am i and he's like we have a thing at like 10, like 10, 10 minutes and I
0: was like, oh, shit.
2: so mine's very slow moving um and his is kind of normal and healthy that's that yeah i,
0: I don't eat breakfast though i should eat breakfast though. i do Co- I eat coffee breakfast. is my breakfast
1: and yeah uh coffee i think coffee is uh, everyone's breakfast with... <laughs> <I
0: know. laughs> my, my stomach is like can you put some eggs in there or something
1: uh, some bacon some bacon would be great yeah, <laughs> yeah. i love bacon. Uh, on this film, uh, your interpretation, do you think that the the slate of characters, uh, how can I put it, were put through the ringer psychologically?
2: The slate of characters? You mean the whole yeah. cast?
1: Well, yeah, the, the main characters you got, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Psychologically, yeah, especially Bobby, obviously, that character. And we also Definitely. had to do block shooting, which is...
0: We, I mean, the it, it's set up. We don't know how many days. It's a we know the movie's a repeat day right. movie, right? So it's set up. Of course, probably even in the big budget movies, it would be set up the same block shooting. But right. you you know you set the camera up and you're like you're in the bed. All right, we're shooting the bed scene day zero, day one, day five, day one hundred, like yeah. whatever. However many sh- uh, setups we have, it's basically you're going through your entire gamut of from calm romantic to crazy in uh all this one t- this morning we're shooting all of this just so you yeah. know so uh, my character was constantly going through that throughout the entire movie and it was i was a total schizo yeah at the, by the end of the movie <laughs> and i think craig loved that that i was just like yeah. driven mad as an actor and bobby was you know kind of driven mad as in one and, and craig the director yes secretly was was enjoying that yeah, but it, it worked little, for camera right
2: yeah it was a little like bipolar shooting like he, you had to go he had to go yeah. through every emotion within an hour yeah
0: right, right
2: and i was like oh my god i'm so glad i'm not bobby
0: it, it was <laughs> tough to prep for that to look at the script and say okay what what day are we on okay we're on day 20 how do how does he feel exactly right now? yeah was, it he, was
2: challenging
0: um and jules's character i don't think it's giving it away if if you don't you're not aware. She's not
2: aware. No, I wake up every day. She's
0: to
2: not the same aware
1: day, of, so. of the repeat day, only no, obvious. He is, so. so he slowly loses it. Yeah. I'm glad you approached that question because that's what I was aiming for. because I just have this curiosity and how are these films uh, uh, filmed? The repeat day over and over again must be a, a toll on the mind, especially when you have to get into a certain psychological uh, mindset of the character.
0: Yeah, there you go. It it is. block shooting. It's like you guys are you guys are happy right now. You're, you're great, great, and you're like, awesome. That one's in the can. All right, we're we're already set up for the next shot. All right, you, this one you're crying. Now you're crying in this one, and you're you're freaking out over the shot. Same shot. Five minutes. Different less than Five minutes later. Yeah. It's and that was like a dozen of those. And, and that's went, called
2: block shooting.
0: Yeah, like, uh, all the. Best scenes something new. Yeah,
2: it's crazy.
1: From your from your uh, ever expanding careers for the both of you, uh, what advices do you have for other indie filmmakers, especially in the landscape that l- we're living on right now with COVID, the uncertainties of performances, art?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up.
0: Find, find good friends that are talented. I don't know what to say other than that. Friends that you that get along with that you know have serious talent and, and care yeah. about improving their talent. Yeah. One of the things you can find when you're stuck in the or you're in the indie trenches, as I like to say, is you'll find people that are very happy with mediocrity and creating their low-budget films. And the, the main thing you have to think of is making indie films is you have to look at your picture and say, I my next picture, I'm going to improve 100%. For sure, every department's got to improve one hundred percent. There cannot be red flags that the viewer can see and say, oh, the audio is bad," or the, and we all still fall uh, prey to that. Those little red flags because you know the budgets are so limited. But you have to improve with growth. And I think, I mean, back to the original thing is, I tell indie actors to go out find. reverse engineer reverse look up who's a director in your area find on facebook or discord or wherever like who are your filmmakers in your area look at their reels look at the stuff they've got and say all right they're totally accessible because they're (laughs) nobodies right now we you know we all kind of are now's the time to reach out to people you find talented and befriend them and get in their projects and you have to do the legwork especially at every level you need to do legwork but in the indie world it's like you have to do that legwork find the good directors find the good dps find the good
2: team and make movies together yeah find your fellow filmmakers that you know but the respect from their films or their shorts and say oh i'm really liked your short we should work together there's no
0: shame in that in the indie world like reaching out to somebody Mm
2: -hmm. you know on your caliber that you want to work on. So yeah, just, and also again, don't give up. <laughs> cause you know, it's so easy to be like, screw this. I'm going to go find another job. I'm, I mean, you still need to work on the side, but
1: right. Just right. Keep
2: going cause you never know. Like this movie took four years to make and we didn't give up. And that was a big part of it. You know?
1: Absolutely. And it's, and it's great that you use the word uh, a job because we, we all need the side job to pay the rent, to pay the bills. And Always. also the creativity. I think right now is the best time to be a creative. All these technologies are accessible. And as you mentioned, Michael, it's just doing the leg work. Most people stop right there at the leg work and thinking, hey, you know, I'll just wait until somebody picks it up. Mm-mm. You just got to keep mm-hmm. on going.
2: Yeah, I agree absolutely. I agree with you.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy, so making.
1: What are other projects that you can disclose that you are working on?
2: Yeah, Uh stuff.
1: Yeah, I have uh, my
0: partner uh, Kevin James Barry and I are have a slate of scripts that we're working on. Uh, we we got a lot of that writing legwork done kind of during the pandemic Um, and I mean some some writers agree that that's a good time to write some agree that in the pandemic it wasn't a good time to write but uh it 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 does work it worked for our team and so yeah we have a a nice little kind of really
2: cool slate of films uh
0: lovecraftian detective new england kind of film and that's that's what we're working on right now
2: I've got a couple cool movies coming out. One's like A Dark Fantasy, which I'm was shot on 35mm. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, which will be coming out soon and a couple other ones that I'm I'm super proud of. So mm. I'll keep you yeah, it's called Moon Garden, exactly. I'll keep you posted on that <laughs> when I can disclose more Foolish. information. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> really interesting point right here as as creatives. Uh just forgot to mention. We often as creatives uh, judge our work. It has to be perfect. What are your thoughts on that? Being the perfectionist, we have to have it out there or just put it out there and not worry about the critique and criticism.
2: You have to be hard on yourself. I think in the film, especially if you're making a film or you your director, you have to have the best edit, the best cut in, in your mind, which is never enough, right? It's never, you're never quite happy with it, but I think you have to be critical and hard on yourself a little bit. You know what I mean? Like that's, Absolutely. that's that's important.
0: I think like I was saying earlier, you really have to tell yourself, this next production I'm gonna improve 100 percent in all areas until I can compete with a Hollywood movie. Not Avenger Avengers, but like, you know, like a Hollywood indie type movie. You know, you can't be like ask ah, for the lighting. <laughs> you, no, know, you, you want, want to, do to do it like the pros do it uh and what's great is indie film has the you have way more freedom to change things on the fly um to uh, improve a shot without having to you know like call somebody and say hey can i change this you know no, thing. Yeah, you, you you just make it happen and that's that's one of the great things you have involved Um,
2: but in terms of acting I mean you're always going to be hard on yourself right Right. like it's it's never good enough I mean that's you as actors I think you get used to that and then you just become jaded from getting older and being like well okay (laughs) you know (laughs) I don't think you're ever going to be quite I mean some actors maybe are satisfied but I think as actors we're always a little hard on ourselves we just are I don't know
0: I'm sure Meryl Streep if she watches her stuff is like oh god why did i do that
2: no she's probably like i'm brilliant
0: no. or she's, <laughs> oh god that was brilliant i, don't I could have done that a million times um, does, i don't know yeah no in, in performance wise definitely oh god. you yeah. you're as an actor always trying to improve in watching your stuff and saying, sure. and and you have to step out you can't always direct yourself on the fly that kind of gets in your head too much but
1: <sighs> when you
0: watch your stuff afterwards it's okay to, to critique yourself. No, it's,
2: I mean, I always cringe, but that's just my personal. <laughs> I'm always like, oh my God, that's, wow, why, you know, it's fine. I'm used to it at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, the power of editing too, it comes into play. They, uh, that, that could work in your favor. <laughs> yeah, sure.
2: I'm like, come on, editors, make me look good. <laughs>
0: and, and I think in, in the improving arena, you don't, want to just release something just because you're excited you're like I want that red carpet let's release the movie it's like mm -hmm. you're in the business for the wrong reasons right you want to make sure that you've got a polished rock you know uh, or gem whatever for sure and you don't and even on the trailer thing you don't want to be like I'm releasing this trailer right away it's like that trailer could use some work oh my god you know and then you in like um, get somebody good on it and don't release it too quickly you know what I mean Mm
2: mm-hmm
1: yeah, hundred percent. Seeing that you you guys have worked together in this film, your real life couple, what advices do you have for other couples that have their business? It doesn't even have to be in performance arts. It could be an entrepreneur business. What advice do you have for them when they're working together?
2: Oh, yeah. Communication, listening, patience. I mean, the classic words of a relationship that work really work, Um, you know.
0: Absolutely.
2: But, you know, it's never going to be perfect. You never I mean, it's like you can't we're not the, you know, like the number one relationship. Oh, listen to us. We know what we're talking about. (laughs) I don't think any relationship knows what they're talking about, but they do their best to keep it going and work on it. You know, it's it's always challenging, but it's a beautiful thing to create with somebody else that's a really cool thing too and I feel lucky that we get to do that together so yeah
0: I would agree with the listening part is (laughs) one of the bigger things is to definitely don't you know don't just hear them listen to them you know what I mean it's really important that plays into the acting together or just the life couple together As it's so important to yeah to listen and to put yourself in their shoes you know you got to do that so
1: Takeaways from 6:45, the film. What are your takeaways for the closing question? What, what, what would you like the audience to hear before watching the film? What are your, what are your thoughts on that, on the movie?
2: Oh, I love that question. Um, well, first and foremost, we hope you like the movie, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we hope you, I hope you see the message in it, because there is a, there's a sort of a strong message there in terms of not only is it the horror, thriller, psychological, this, that, and drama, there's also a message at the end. So I hope the takeaway is that, especially in a relationship situation as well, so.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would say, um, you know, this, relationships are rocky and you're about to see kind of a rocky relationship. But uh, if, if this happens to you, run. No. Just, <laughs> just what are you trying to run
1: no. Well, he tried that it didn't work
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait. It, sometimes it doesn't work
2: we kept waking up the same day um, unfortunately yeah to... yeah. <laughs> yeah also just enjoy the Have movie fun. enjoy the suspense enjoy the Groundhog's Day situation that's happening we hope you we hope you like it you know we hope people like it
0: this genre is definitely not going away the whole repeat day. No, it's, it's so No, good. no,
1: no. It's, it's, yeah. It's going
0: to stick around for a bit, right? And, for uh, sure. But there are so many ways you can do it. So uh, it's, yeah. a, it's still okay to do that.
2: Yeah, you got know? it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, with, with of course, any genre, you have the ups and downs of a particular uh, film. And lately, these repeat-day type films have improved. Uh, They're getting the script more together without getting into different types of names. I even saw an action film the other day with Frank Grillo. Like, oh, okay, this looks interesting.
2: (laughs) That's good. That's good to know getting their shit together it's a true.
0: fun genre yeah. i mean to be honest it's, it really is fun i enjoy watching them myself so
2: yeah
1: hey, thank you so much uh be on the lookout i'm still penning up the review for the film and yeah very really, really enjoyed it and that ending i wasn't expecting that yeah
2: there you go right <laughs> that's great that's good we like hearing that it's so good to meet
1: it's you good to Likewise. Thank you. All the best. Thank you for your time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Archers Fitness Audio Experience. We would appreciate your reviews on our podcast. Leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, the podcast listening platform of your choice, or on our social media platforms. We'd love to hear about your listening experience, our creative process, and the value we provide. You might even be featured in our next episode if we select your review.